Yo, it's hump day! I just always wanted to do that at the beginning. Wednesday, y'all. Moving through it. I'm talking about Am- Walmart dropping off packages from the sky. Everywhere I go. Walmart? People really want to know who I is and who I be. Walmart. Walmart. We're going to get into that. You know what's crazy? Every time I every time I learn more about Walmart, I'm like, you guys are actually ridiculously kind of innovative from a digital perspective. Right? Yeah. You're a little bit impressed. Like, just the way that they do... Like even the way that they do like online shopping and delivery and they actually aggregate products from multiple sources more like Amazon than what you would expect. Like they don't actually stock and store these things. It's really quite wild. Like if you dig into it, it's it's surprising how much shopper demand they have. So we'll get into that. We'll talk about Walmart in a second. Um, First, I mean, dude, this is the second time in two weeks when we are talking about Mm. A mass shooting. Um, and yeah. I know everybody's getting it from every direction. So we don't want to like, you know, you, you can get that news everywhere else. Um, we, we just want to take a moment to acknowledge, you know, what happened. And, um, and, you know, as parents of elementary school kids, and I know a lot of automotive folks are as well, a um, little bit harder, maybe a lot bit harder, right, to drop the kids off at school this morning. Um, a lot bit harder to even just yep. think about what's going on in process. And um, we just want to let you know that, you know, kind of we're in that we're in the fields with you as well. Um, our prayers and our thoughts and our hearts are with those families in Uvalde. And if there are any dealers or you know of anybody in the auto industry that is in and or around that area that we can help kind of activate in some way to serve that community, yeah. to do something, I don't know what we can do. Right, but if you reach out to us, crew at asodu.com, and let us know if your store is near there or you have people near there or whatever, um, we'd love to help figure out something we can do to help just serve the hurt and serve the community there. So I don't know if you have anything to add to that, Kyle. Yep. No, I mean it's it's obviously hitting. You know, my wife dropped off our kids today at elementary school, and that was you know just a moment that she she reached out to me and, and just. It, it was a different recognition of what the re, the stark reality of life and what what happens today. And so I think just being present with your people, being present with people around that are uh, that that are experiencing life in a different way today. You know, we we've had these tragedies over the past you know even ninety, one hundred and twenty days with Ukraine and with um and and then with the the Buffalo shooting and then with this and there. There are constantly elements that bring stressors and anxiety into all of life. And so recognizing that, recognizing that um, the, the, the engaging people in a way that recognizing that life doesn't stop happening in the workplace uh, is something that we're encouraging and something that um, we're going to try and do today too as we're on calls and and, and amongst uh, the places that we go uh, because we recognize that there's not anyone that this doesn't touch in some way. Yeah, for sure. It's the parallel rails of life. It's it's terrible things and good things, and they're always moving forward on both sides. Um, so our hearts are with yep. you. And please, again, if you know of any dealers in that area or have people in the area um, or connected in any way, reach out at crew at a so to dot com um put uvale in the subject line so we know and we can look at it and see if there's some way we can activate this community to serve um the communities that, that that need it really bad today um you know so um with that being said we have some other news and stuff to talk about as well um you know we do have a lot of our 
close friends and family gathering in Napa this week at uh, DMSC, Pasha's oh. DMSC, and you know <laughs> we're getting getting tagged and mentioned in comments, and we're seeing seeing the friends in in the in the sessions and just enjoying themselves and and learning a lot. And uh, you know, I don't know, I'm I'm a little jealous. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah, no, I'm definitely jealous. There's a lot of FOMO going on. I, I just see a lot of friends and, and industry family out there. Um, and, and you know what's really cool is there's there's so many insights that come out of a conference like that. I know that the dealers that are there that are, are going to be better for it and the industry partners that are there are going to be better doubt. for it uh, because the passions and, and specifically Brian really know how to curate yeah, the content that that draws high level thinkers together in an event like that. So um yeah, super excited to hear what the insights out of that are. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Brian Pash is just a boss of a host. Can I just say that? Glenn Glenn too, like the Pash brothers are like the dynamic duo of hosting that they just draw draw the the insights out in in a really special way so um maybe next year just couldn't work out this year but uh all our love to all the family out there um we've been having a lot of conversations this week that we're excited about uh throwing our own event a sotucon in september 11th through 13th you can go to a sotucon.com and look at a really crappy landing page but the most important thing on that page is the button (laughs) the thing where you put your email in so you'll be the first to know as we start dropping this we've had we have 30, 40 calls this week, all with people and sponsors that we're looking to collaborate to put on the craziest, the best, most insightful, most refreshing event in automotive ever. You know us. We did not come here to bunt ever, ever, That's ever. Right. That's right. <laughs> so let's get back to Walmart. All right, let's get into some news. Paul. We got to go. We got to go. Okay, we got going. stuff to talk about today. We got, okay, look, we, we kind of preface this, but we're talking about Walmart. So they are expanding their drone delivery service to 34 cities, meaning they're going to drop off. They're going to be able to drop off items that weigh less than 10 pounds in the middle of the day to over 4 million potential households across the U S and they've already been doing this at some test sites and dropping off a ton of things within, within a small radius around a mile store. and a half mile um, within a mile and, and a half of the store. Right. What's really interesting to me about this is that they're not talking, you know, everything's been about like autonomous delivery, whether it be a vehicle or a drone or a robot on a, on a sidewalk, but they're actually utilizing humans to fly these things. They got pilots. Um, which is kind of like, yeah, like I don't actual know. pilots. All of a sudden, I think that around. makes me feel better, but at some point it kind of doesn't <laughs> make me feel better. Like I'm very conflicted over right. what, when I read that. I'm like, oh, so they have like, Probably some VR goggles going on or some screens and some controls sitting in a control room somewhere. I think of it like a BDC, yeah. except for it's like just a drone, drone pilots, right? And they're just zipping. Right, down. right, right. I'm thinking about this. Like I get my, like it, it gets dropped off all nice and calm and everything. And all of a sudden there's like someone racing on the way back to Walmart. It's like, beat you back. <laughs> you know what I thought of immediately? That would never work at my house because my dogs would take that thing down. Like you got the claw, right. right? Coming down with a cable. That thing's coming down and they're like, the drone. I could just see my yeah. German Shepherd grabbing a hold of that cable and just taking that drone for a ride. I was like, that, I'll just never have that at my house. It's just not going to happen. I'll have to build like a landing pad on my oh, roof or something. So yeah, but so, so as opposed to like Amazon, whose strategy is to go full autonomy, but Walmart coming out and be like, we've done hundreds of these deliver, deliveries already. They're like, hey, the most popular items are like hamburger helper kind of things. 
which makes sense. So if you need something in yeah, 30 yeah. minutes and you're cooking dinner, so guess what? I'm willing to pay $2.99 to have it delivered by drone in 30 minutes. It sounds like a heck of a deal, but Walmart's saying um, the cities they're moving into represent over 4 million households, and um, they're going to be doing thousands of these and then hundreds of thousands of these by the end of the year. And so, um, you know, our, our kind of takeaway around this specifically is like, there's always more than one way to innovate, always. And we know that in automotive oh, super yeah, well sure. because you have a whole bunch of smart people trying to solve the same problem and you start seeing all these iterations coming out, which is the best, right? The more people we have trying different ways to solve the problem is better for everybody yep. because when you see people doing it right or doing it wrong, you can take those learnings and you can improve your product, do it a little faster. That's what we're trying to do with a SOTU, right? We're not saying like we're the best media right. outlet or we're going to put on the best conference. Well, we are saying we're going to put on the best conference, but we are saying, yeah, we are. we're saying that we are, but in doing that, we're not saying everybody else's conference is bad. We're saying like, we hope that through trying some new things and doing it a new way, we're going to be able to pull people forward and inspire them to like, oh, we can tweak our thing this way. And then we want to right. look at what they did and say, yeah. oh, that's so a good idea. So you may not be doing drone delivery. No. You may not be doing drone, drone delivery. You're probably not doing drone deliveries. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're definitely not doing drone <laughs> deliveries unless maybe you got like cheap parts, right? Or like low low cost, low, low weight parts, right? You got a bunch of rings. I, like I imagine how many times did you need, does your technician need like a new, uh, a new uh, clamp ring, right? Oh it's gosh. Like, if you didn't have to send a truck down to Napa or to get the clamp rings or a right? parts runner inside the store, I'm advocating right. for in-store drone deliveries. <laughs> oh, like going, going to each bay. Little Look, Greg Sioka <laughs> with a hundred bays could probably use that thing. He's got people flying everywhere. It's like a drone per bay, just back and forth. But just, uh, now we see now, now we get a little crazy ideas out there. We get a little uh, crazy eye. <laughs> uh, oh, but then he knows so good. I was going to try to make my way into a segue, but it would be stretching way too far. So I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to press the segue button. Segway. Time. <laughs> I'm just gonna. <laughs> we're just gonna do a cheap one. I feel like I needed MC, little MC Hammer in my life this morning. Um, yes, so perfect. it was just announced by the California Attorney General that hackers have infiltrated 5,000 GM consumer <laughs> accounts. That's a great gift. Um, happened between April 11th and the 15th, and kind of the biggest damage that was done here is that hackers were able to take points from like the GM account, whatever the point system is and redeem them for gift cards. Like, I don't know how much they got, but for the amount of trouble they could Everyone's get in, I can't see how cards. this is worth it. <laughs> I can't see yeah, how it's worth I, it. I, I, I can't see how it's worth it, but there is just the reality that like y'all, Passwords are important. Oh, this is the takeaway. Two-step authentication. Well, I don't right? know if everyone's going to do two-step authentication for their GM account. But but here's the deal. They didn't actually steal any password from GM. All they did was scrub the internet and they bought password lists from all these other things and they just used the same password and email address in the GM account. And for those of you, we know you're out there, that have the same password for everything attached to the same email address, there's a very simple Ugh. way you can avoid most of this, and that's just have separate passwords for everything. That's like step one. Yes. Grab one password or a password manager. Here's a little tip, right? One password for every account. That will take care of most of the potential hacking scenarios out there. 
Second step. Without a doubt. Use the password generator instead of trying to come up with a name, right? Because once you have one password for every account, you can no longer remember them. Use the password generator. It's a random combination of letters and numbers. And I've talked to IT specialists. They're like, that will take care of a whole lot of... If you just do those two steps, you are just by far, by far safer than most people out there. And little hint, hackers take down the easiest ones first, right? And eventually they get tired. Yep, they they absolutely do. So, like, (laughs) please, 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 especially dealership employees, the level of PII, and not just dealership employees, but vendors, like the level of PII that you have access to from a data perspective is uh, is unreal. Like, stop using password one, two, three. It's it's not going to work for us as an industry. No, but I capitalized the P, so we're fine. (laughs) And I put a, put a period in the middle of it. <laughs> put a smiley face at the end. <laughs> put a period in the middle of it. All right. Last story oh, no. for today. Um, our automotive news article is something that we covered kind of like a week or two ago when CarGurus launched their digital deal platform. But basically, uh, the automotive news article that we link up is just talking about the generality of third-party sites uh, just continuing their evolution to be transactional companies, right? Uh, it you know, ad revenue is down because inventory is down and just this this move of resources into saying like, how can we be part of the transactions? Latest examples being, you know, CarGurus Digital Deal, um, True Car Plus, there are others. And, um, you know, this is just something we, we want to talk about early and often because we're not saying that they're bad. Let's be, you know, some, yesterday, no. yesterday somebody was like, I thought Paul hated this. Like, maybe I just come across as like, I hate things when I don't hate things. So we're not saying that they're <laughs> we're not saying that they're bad, but we're saying don't make them an excuse to stop innovating. Yeah, well, and and see, here's here's my problem is that the 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 solve that we're looking for is the customer experience, mm-hmm. and so if that isn't central to how you're partnering with with technology, with uh, software systems, with partners across the industry, Mm -hmm. then you're going to miss some level of customer experience. And then the next layer is employee experience. And so if you're not cognizant of the customer and employee experience in any process that you implement across your digital or physical strategy, then, then you have an opportunity to lose brand, right? Every Every loss of like brand attention or brand recognition because of a digital strategy or a, or a physical strategy strategy that's different. This is what OEMs know. This is why they want the direct to consumer approach because they recognize that their brand loss at every step of the way is potentially higher and higher, and especially at some levels of partners or dealers or franchises. And so, you recognizing that as a dealer that your brand is diluted by the the way that you approach your digital and physical strategy, just like make sure that it's cohesive, right? It doesn't mean that you can't have multiple partners in a, in a spider web of digital and, and physical interaction. And you should actually, mm-hmm. uh, it's just being cognizant of the way the end user, both the customer and the employee realize that experience. Look, there, there's just an element of taking ownership and responsibility for everything that's going on through your process that we just can't advocate for enough, right? You take tools that come up, use them, try things, iterate, right? It's great to do that. You need to do that. 
But if you back into the mode where you start to let somebody else do it all for you, you're you're like out yep. of the game. And, and like there really is a separation in, in dealers that we talk to a lot, Kyle. It's like we see dealers who are always testing in the kitchen, right? Always trying, always switching things out. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you have people who almost feel like a victim to technology, right? And they operate right. through their 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 dealership and they're they're in like as a victim to technology and like throw their hands up like, well, I have to wait for somebody to give me the exact thing that will do the exact thing. And the reality is right. most of the game in this industry is played in the middle of those two parts, right? There are a thousand yeah, yeah, levels absolutely. in between those two. And we just want to encourage everybody to just like take the good, right? We call it chew and spit at my house, right? Like chew a steak, spit the fat, right? You got to You got to chew it right before you realize kind of like, oh, this is going, this is staying, this is going. And so it like, we just want to encourage you as these things are coming out, let's keep talking about them. Let's keep trying them. Let's keep using them, but never, ever, ever throw your hands up and give all of your hope and prayers into a technology that somebody designed. Because like Kyle said, like everything else that goes with that is literally your business. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't punt on your business just at the weight of technology or leads. Um, own your brand, own vision and make sure that there are things that come in align with that before you do anything. Thanks for hanging with us today. Um, we also want to just take a moment to thank you, to thank you like legitimately yeah. for those of you that listen Golly. to the podcast and have shared the podcast. Our podcast is growing every single month because it's getting out there. So, hey, if you want to leave a review or something like that for the podcast, that would be awesome. Or if you just want to tell somebody, like, I listen to these two crazy guys in the morning, they kind of make me feel better and I learn something every <laughs> once in a while. We'd appreciate that. Um, also, for everyone yeah. that opens that email every morning, um, we are so grateful. That email list is growing. That's something if you share, you get free stuff, by the way. If you're not on it, asotu.com. It is kind of the heart and soul of Asotu, communicated to you every morning. Our senior writer, Chris, um, he, he does put his heart and soul. He has owned that email and he's constantly on our back Slack channels, like asking for ideas and feedback. And like, there's always articles flying back and forth. And we were on a call yesterday. I want to give Chris a shout out for a, more, for a minute. Let's because go. There we go. Yesterday, there we, go. we were on a call with an industry partner and he said, who's that guy's name? I met him. I met him at the party. He's like, tell him he's my spirit animal. I was like, Chris is going to love that. <laughs> Chris has literally become somebody's yeah. spirit animal because of the, the heart and soul and belief that he pours into the email every day and that he pours into this industry. And by the way, he did not come from this industry. So that makes no. me even happier, <laughs> right? Bringing so exciting. And yeah. letting know there's so much going on in automotive that it can literally light someone's heart on fire that had never considered automotive as anything other than a guy in a plaid suit trying to sell a piece of metal ever. There you go. And so we want to thank you. Look, we're going to get through this and we're going to do good Exciting. with the community today. Thank you for being a part of this community. We're just getting started and we're just getting started on Wednesday. So go out there and uh, get something started. <laughs>